What's going on? Welcome back, everybody, to Kingdom Hearts by Hearts, the Kingdom Hearts 2 saga. So we're just gonna barrel right on in and keep on trundling through Roxas' story. Before that, as you know, we like to take a stop in the game corner. And, uh, oh yeah, by the way, I'm Kevin. I am sometimes Marshall. Oh. I'm trying to get in the habit of, like, actually introducing ourselves, because whenever I listen to other podcasts, the hosts introduce themselves, so, you know, that's like a thing, even if it's like the 100th episode, so, I should just like put a little sticky note on my computer, like, don't be antisocial, introduce yourself. Right on the back of my hand. Anyways, so yeah, we're Kevin and Marshall, and we're going to tell you about the games we played. Woohoo! If you just want to hear about the Kingdom Hearts stuff, you can jump right on to using the handy-dandy timestamps and the episode description. They're very handy. Uh, sometimes sometimes there are extra bits that we get into, so they're, they're just a nice little cheat sheet to see what's coming up in the episode ahead. But yeah, for now, Game Corner. So I'll just go through real briefly because I'm still playing through Final Fantasy X. And I am ready to be finished with this game. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I think I had the same feeling about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, let's see. I'm probably like 35-ish hours in, and I think it's like 40. So I'm like getting pretty close. Yeah. And like on one hand, it feels like it's been a long time, but on the other, it hasn't because like... You know, just going off of podcast time, like, I think this is the third time I've talked about it. So, like, I've been playing, like, a little over two weeks, so it really hasn't taken too long yeah. for Final Fantasy. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I, I get the gist. Like, I I feel like I've gotten everything I want out of this mm -hmm. game right now. Because, um, like I mentioned last week, I'm not really interested on the extra stuff. Like, I feel like that's where this game really shines or like you can just really dive in and get into the nitty gritty like it seems awesome for that but i just don't want to spend another 80 hours on this single game so sure yeah, about that? For me. <laughs> i am sure i don't want to dodge lightning for five hours <laughs> so sue me ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, lightning but um yeah it's i've just gotten in this loop where so i um I spent like a couple hours grinding the other day, which I've like been reading conflicting reports on that online of like, oh, the beauty about this game is you never have to grind. And other people are like, no, you should grind like if you feel <laughs> underleveled, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was doing that. And um, yeah, like the cool thing about this one is you can just tag in your partners willy nilly and then they can just instantly do their move. So you basically have access to your entire party at all times, which is neat. Yep. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of a double-edged sword, because then it's like, well, if I'm ever in a fight, like, I have to use everyone. Because, <laughs> like, there's no drawback to using everyone. Because, like, you know, like, in a Pokemon, for example, like, at least in, like, the older games, I think, like, when you tag in Pokemon, like, the experience would kind of be split between them. Like, Correct. you get a less amount of experience the more Pokemon you use. Mm -hmm. Whereas... 
here, like everyone gets the same amount of experience, like in a flat rate. And it doesn't matter if you just use three of your party members or the whole party, like they'll just all get the whole, the whole shebang. Yep. So yeah, like anytime you get in a fight, it's like to like, you know, uh, be efficient. Like, yeah, like use all of your party members so they can get the most experience because, you know, in normal Final Fantasy, just like you kind of have your A squad and your B squad, right? Where you get your normal team up to a certain level and then you're like, all right, I should swap in some of the, uh, some of the B tiers. Um, and then you level them and you kind of rotate. Yep. But here it's like, no, you have to do that. Like within every fight, like you have to rotate. Cause then if, you know, if you just switch your party and just stick to like a certain three each time, like you're basically taking twice as much time to level everyone up cause you're mm-hmm. just doing the same fights again, but you could have given that, you could have been getting that experience the whole time if you just swap them into other fights. So I'll just say it's very tedious to do this. Like it is much <laughs> faster than what I just yeah. described, but at the same time, like just tag people in. Cause like you can't just tag them in. You have to take an action. So tag them in and then just, you know, attacking or like using a low magic move or whatever, just do get them to do something. It's just, it gets annoying, especially when you go up against enemies who are really strong and then they take out like your Yunas or your Rikus who have really low HP and you're like, well, great. Now I have to heal them and bring them back to life. (laughs) And then once status effects go into or like enter the picture, that's like, okay. So I'm just kind of tired of that loop. (laughs) Like I'm actually like fleeing a lot of fights now because I'm like, okay, well, if I get to a point where, like, you know, it's a boss and I'm, like, really underleveled, I'll just go back to the save and then grind. But, like, yeah. for now, like, it's just too much, especially because the random encounter frequency is so high in this game, I feel. So I'm just like, ah, I'm just li- literally power- powering through at this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, ready to wrap it up. And, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really close. So I've been, like, kind of peeking at a walkthrough to get a sense. And I'm, like, hmm, trying to think. I'm basically at, I've reached the goal. I've like, we've reached the destination of our pilgrimage. I'll say that much. Like we just got there. Um, I know there's extra bits uh, afterwards, but yeah, definitely. I think within the next five hours or so, I'll wrap it up. Definitely by next week. I'll have my final thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're in the home stretch. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does a good job of just having the characters bond with each other, which is obviously a huge draw of like, your Final Fantasies, just getting all the characters. So that's all good. Um, but yeah, just the gameplay, like for like a casual playthrough, I'm just like, okay, yeah, like I'm, I'm ready. I, I I think that's enough. I think we're <laughs> done here. That's, that's been my trials and tribulations for the week. Uh, what have you been playing? Kind of also more of the same. So... The only thing I've been playing are I'm still I feel like I'm towards the end of uh, Fire Emblem Echoes, so that's I feel like it's wrapping up. I I know there's an act or two beyond like the game is split up into acts. Spoiler, but I know there is I'm on Act Four and I believe it ends in Act Six, but I feel like I am like uh, at the end, so I'm not sure like what, what's gonna happen once I finish Act Four. I I'm still really enjoying it, so it's it's no, it's been a fun time. There Yay. is, it's funny. There's a lot of, I, I was about to say there's a lot of diversity, but I feel like I've had so many fights and random, like not not random encounters, but I guess there are planned encounters on the map. Like you see, like oh, in two spaces, there's a, like a guy, so that'll be an army. But then sometimes mm-hmm. 
sometimes yeah they'll get you'll get random spawns and they they roam sometimes they roam a little bit sometimes they just stay in place but i did a good amount of backtracking because something i, I don't think it really is any other fire emblem game as well well actually no three houses probably at least because you you can roam in three houses um there are a lot of side quests in echoes not like paralogues which are like side missions like in other fire emblems like hey this isn't story important but you'll probably like level up or maybe find a like a party member or something just like literally like a guy's like hey if you bring me a strong fishing line i can get you this fish fillet and then there's a dude who wants that fish fillet like so on and so forth so there's a lot of backtracking i don't know i shouldn't say a lot of backtracking but i also dread the backtracking because once you move a certain amount of spaces uh, random encounters will start to early you know, the ro- the roaming units the randos the unimportant ones will start to pop up so i'm like okay i got this uh it was really just what i was saying like i got a fishing line that i need to take back to the fishing village that's like at the end of like act one or two so i have to like go down a million spaces and then all the random encounters i've probably done over the past few hours or oh, hey i'm gonna respawn hey i'm gonna respawn hey i'm gonna respawn so it's it's a little tedious for the side stuff, but other than that, it's been it's been enjoyable. Nice. But there's nothing like super negative besides like doing the same fights over and over again with the random respawns. But uh, it is what yeah. it is. Um, I think I'll be done by next week, or at least at the at actually at the cusp. But so far, so good. I like ye. And then I've been playing more Pokemon Unite. Yeah, I like the game. I can. I probably said the same thing last week. I was. I was about to say like, oh, I think I like it more. But then I was like, ah, I've still had some very, shouldn't say very angry moments, but some like moments of frustration of like, oh, really? But like, but yeah, I feel like I got. I mean, literally playing the game more, have a better grasp on the game as someone who does not play mobas. So I feel like I have a good grasp on the characters that I do know. So I don't feel like, oh, what am I doing? Oh, mom, where do I need to be? But yeah, so far so good yeah i'm sure um like with this sort of game it seems like you gotta kind of ease into it like i feel like it's only gonna get better from here so like you know just feeling it out for now and i'm sure you know once balancing comes in and like more characters and all sorts of stuff like yeah i feel like it'll just get better and better as it goes along so that's the hope i'm i'm kind of nervous when it starts to get patched in like characters get buffed some characters get debuffed nerfed debuffed alrighty awesome so that's what we've been playing this week so let's just check back in with our good old pal Roxas and see how how he's doing let's get ready to struggle the struggle is real (laughs) (laughs) so yeah day four it's struggle time and yeah we got a we got a mini tournament arc squeezed yeah. into a prolonged opening so <laughs> we're just hitting all the notes yep so yeah like i mentioned at the at the at the start um yeah these last three days definitely pick up because this day's fun it's probably the most fun day to me just because i mean it's basically a mini boss gauntlet which is fun and then yeah. the next day has its charm and then the day after that obviously things really ramp up but um yeah, struggle tournament. So when we last left the uh, the usual spot gang, there was uh, 
There were some some hurt feelings. There were some harsh words exchanged. Uh, Roxas was hanging out with another group. <gasps> he may or may not have gotten ice cream with him. <laughs> we don't know. Well, we know, but they don't know. Ooh. So, yeah, when we see them again, there's like this weird uh, animosity between them. Specifically mm-hmm. Hainer, like Pince and Olette are like, uh eh, He's just brooding, but like Roxas yeah. and Hanner are like, oh, like, I don't know if we're friends anymore. And yeah, it's just weird <laughs> because, um, so the first fight is against Hanner. So there's a little cutscene between the two of them, and Roxas is like, hey, about yesterday. And then Hanner's like, you're still worried about that? Yeah. And they just instantly. <laughs> dismiss it and it's like why was this ever a thing like yep. what's going on <laughs> that's in my notes i literally wrote down hainer pick a lane because he, he go he, the previous day he goes from like who are we friends and literally uh so we get the <laughs> we'll get to the struggle introduction but after the struggle introduction when you can roam around the sandlot with the with the struggle ring if you walk up to yeah. hainer i always i always this is a kid and i just i do it now too i walk up to angry hainer and he's just like he gives you an ellipsis the next text bubble is Go read the rules. Like, he's so, like, straight face, like, Roxas, you disgust me. But then he fight, he's like, you still worried about that? Oh my yeah, goodness. like, why are you acting like he's being, he's the one overreacting? He's, like, straight up gaslighting Roxas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, f- figure out, like, why was this, you know, why was this written into the game? And I feel like it's, like, they wanted to show the spectrum of emotions and the friendship <laughs> just to like really get a sense of like Roxas's life. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is the way to go, but yeah, it just kind of falls a little flat. Yeah. yeah I mean... it, it literally resolves itself. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's struggle time. So what, what the heck is struggle? <laughs> <gasps> I'm glad you asked. So it's, I mean, it's pretty simple. It's just fighting another dude. I mean, you're not going to kill each other. On, I say that as as you're playing critical mode, so I will I will fill the mic when I'm done and be like, did you, how much did you struggle? Mm. But uh, but yeah, it's pretty simple. When you hit the opponent, uh, balls come out of them. Prizes, I guess. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> mon- <laughs> shut up. Uh, they're just like HP prizes and money prizes and magic prizes, but they're just uh, they're bigger, so you don't have the uh, the tediousness of trying to walk over like an inch of, like, the smallest marble in the bag to drop it. They're pretty big. And you will start with 100. Whoever has more at the end of the time frame, which I think is a minute, uh, wins the struggle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, struggle's fun. Um, I mean... This is pretty much all you ever see of it. <laughs> like, you you can't go back as Sora and do it, but not until much, much later in the game for some reason. And even yep. then, it's super quick. So, like, it's just oh, yeah. a cute little idea. So, you learn the rules, and then it's time for match one. Hainer v. Roxas. And uh, <laughs> I didn't note that when the, the announcer introduces them, he says something like, It's Roxas versus his best friend, Hainer. And I just imagine a... Uh, very conspicuous axle in the crowd, and then hearing that and being like, so you have a new best friend now. <laughs> uh, like, he says that, and like, there's like a, like, like a, you look at the crowd, and there's a bunch of heads. Roxas and his best friend here, almost like a mole axle pops up and says, what the fuck did you just, what are you just... Yeah, like, <gasps> you bitch. <laughs> 
so yeah, round one, Hainer. So, in general, the strategy, like we mentioned a few times now in these early sections, and honestly for the game, whole game in general, is just wait and let like bait your opponent's attack, keep your distance, and then catch them during their like, uh, like end frames. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So Hainer's pretty basic. He's just got like a co- couple little swipey swipies, and then. I guess his big attack is um, he just has like a really big forward thrust, so yeah. that'll get you if you're not careful. Yeah, I got hit with that once at like the very end, and I was like, oh, like I lost a lot of orbs, and I was like, oh, I, mind you, I had I had a very very sizable lead, but I was still like, oh my god, like in two seconds left, I lost a lot of my orbs. I was like, no, but I was yeah. totally fine. <laughs> but yeah, that thing does a good amount of damage and. Drops a lot of Orbeez, but Painter is very, very simple, so... Yeah, not- like, all of his attacks are very telegraphed, like... Yeah. Just pay attention to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, a, in a rating of five struggles, Hainer is one struggle out of five. Hashtag, not really a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I, I managed to, um, I don't know, zero him out, like, I collected all the orbs before yep. the timer, so... <laughs> And that's always really satisfying. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Hainer's, Hainer's knocked out the journey, and then he has, like, a very over-exaggerated reaction where he's, like, on the ground, and he's like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, calm down. Oh, my leg! Oh, Roxas, he broke it! <laughs> and then the announcer says something like, and maybe a little later when he's announcing the next match, but he says something effective. <laughs> Roxas won't let anything stand in his way. Not even friendship. Yep. <laughs> it's the end of this. End of this fight. <laughs> like, damn, Roxas, you cold. He's like, well, I, I want to win. Yeah. So, yep, that's round one. Next up is Vivi versus Cypher. Yeah, Vivi's sneaking into the struggle. Oh, precious boy. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Vivi now that he's getting more screen time during this mm-hmm. whole section. So, yeah, it's weird how they depict him. So right at the start of this fight, well, just in general, like during the struggle mini arc, he's just painted as very like nefarious and shady and like menacing. And it's like sometimes we uh we need to talk about Vivi, <laughs> <laughs> the Vivi in the room. So, yeah, like, he doesn't really say a lot. So, like, if you, um, like, when you can kind of free roam, quote-unquote, and just talk to everyone with, like, their text bubbles, he just goes, like, Roxas. Yep. <laughs> like, it's a zombie, and it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just weird. So, like, this really, this isn't Vivi, as we will establish in a few minutes. <laughs> but, like, in terms of character characterization like you kind of went through cypher and his gang last week and it sounds like they're pretty faithful to how they appear in ff8 oh but definitely, like yeah. most of how bb acts is like he's like literally a puppet like he's just not himself so it's just like that's a mm-hmm. weird choice yeah pretty disappointing I'm like a, yeah i'm trying to think of a similar character who like is either like so far removed that they're different or like like who's being controlled by dark forces but Unfortunately, it's it's just the sweet boy, which is sad because Vivi's sweet boy. Here comes the boy. Look at him. I guess it kind of works because, you know, he's a black mage. Like, he, in his game, like, he was created as a weapon. 
True. And, like, Ugh. he's supposed to be, like, inhuman. So maybe, like, that's kind of the connection they were working with. Like, oh, like, he doesn't have any feelings. He's just being used. But it's, like... Yeah. I mean, that kind of spits in the face of his entire character. So, like... Exactly, yeah. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> and oh, then also yeah. just... Why is he, like... <laughs> like, why is he such a formidable, like, physical opponent? Like, <laughs> I think he's the hardest of all the struggle matches, actually. Oh, definitely. And, like, why like why is he such a melee fighter in this game? Like, he's literally a mage. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was about to say, how do, we, how do we affix casting into the struggle match? To be fair, we are beating yeah. each other up with foam bats, so, like... All of a sudden, Vivi lights somebody on fire, and he answers like, Vivi, what are yeah. you doing? Oh no, he's aiming towards the crowd! Yeah, it's just weird, because, you know, like, in the last game, like, Titus, he uses a blitz ball, or sorry, Titus Waka. uses yeah. just a stick, but, you know, it's a sword. Waka uses a blitz ball, and then, did we establish if Selfie, like, a jump rope, does that, like, correlate to her actual weapon? And yeah, yeah, she does, she does use nunchucks. Yeah, nunchucks. So, you know, like, they, like go that far for some characters, but then BB is just like, I don't know. He just uses a bat. And it's like, for like such a like fan favorite character, like you, uh, you did him dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I guess to be, well, I guess that, that applies to the entire, dis, all the disciplinary, disciplinary committee aside from Rai, because Rai is, I believe a hand to uh, hand to hand fighter, but the rest use weapons, but mm. we don't get to use weapons yeah. because Twilight Down, yeah so yeah it's vv versus cypher and then the announcer says something like who would have guessed cypher would go up against one of his boys (laughs) (laughs) so vv's just everyone's boy (laughs) and it's just a quick cutscene fight but vv like totally gets the edge over him and it's like whoa in a stunning surprise yeah and then afterwards cypher's pouting and he's like that's not vv and then what what does he say like finish him or take him out or like something very oh, he says, like, like dire like, like yeah kill him yeah, now so, oh, okay strike he, him down he... before it becomes more powerful Roxas <laughs> I think, oh, thr- he says th- he says thrash him he says th- he says thrash him yes yes, yeah. yes 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 so yep we have our our final match Roxas versus Vivi. Mm-hmm. oh one other note about Vivi. I'll just uh, give a little nod to. His little hat is a cute design, so it's different from, like, it's, like, embellished. Um, so in, like, the mm-hmm. normal game, it's it's just, like, a plain wizard's hat. Like, it's the same shape and everything, but, like, the whole, like, face thing, like, that's that's unique yep. to this appearance. Yeah, I know one's a star, maybe one's a moon, and then he's got a little zipper that's open, so it almost looks like the hat has, like, a face to it. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a star, but then if you look closer, like one of the points, it like kind of looks like the tail of like an asteroid or something. So it's like a star, mm. but also like a meteor, which is really cool. And then yeah, he's a little, has a little zippy face, which where else have we seen a zipper mouth? Mm. Uh, so yeah, I wonder if that's what they're going for to like hint at his his true identity. So yeah, that was cute, but. Uh, let's let's fight him. <laughs> yeah, this is like ostensibly the final match where like you have to win this one, otherwise you don't progress, I guess. But yeah, so like I was saying, I think he's the toughest struggle opponent, just because his movements are like very sporadic and have a really big range. So mm. he bounces around a lot, and then he can kind of get in this pattern where he like 
just keeps dodging like multiple times in a row and it's like ah like just stay put let me hit you <laughs> <laughs> float like a, a float like a butterfly a butterfree sting like a beedrill exactly and then he's got his uh his big whammy slammy where he just oh, yeah. spins in the air and his struggle bat like just turns giant it's like ah yeah. run away <laughs> <laughs> i guess this this i guess this is where the magic quote unquote comes into play for him but yeah, like, yeah, maybe he does a lot of. He makes the his bat like big a few times, or like a few moves, like where just the strike becomes, or like the bat comes. But you know, it gets really big for a hot second, so he can he can hit you, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then doesn't he have kind of like, like a combo where he just throws out like a bunch of hits like really quickly? Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like his desperation move, I guess you could say. I think he, yeah. I think he got me with that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's got his. He got his. Single slam, the one where he like spins in the air, and then yeah, that sort of like combo move essentially, where he zones. Yeah. Doesn't he zooms in on you and tries to smack you around? So yeah, watch out for that for sure, and uh, don't forget we do have guard now, so equip mm-hmm. that. Um, very handy. Um, I mean, just in general, in Kingdom Hearts two, guard works much differently. Where if you throw it out, you're just pretty much safe because like the enemy will just keep clanking you and like it just keeps it out and it like basically like refreshes the guard if that makes mm-hmm. sense where like if it's like a multi-hit attack like each time it hits you like you guard again so like one guard is all you need for an attack like that where it like lasts for a few seconds yeah or as I'm thinking KH1 like we guard once like we'll block the first attack but a multi-hit will the rest will go through probably depending on the, you know, the, the opponent, obviously. Keep that in mind, especially for this little guy, because he's so unpredictable. He's, he's a wild one. But, yeah, I managed to beat him, and I think I also zeroed him out, so mm. that was satisfying. But then, uh, not all is quite as it seems. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? How dare he be the enemy? Yeah, it turns out BB was a dusk in a BB suit the entire time. Oh, yeah. no! Surprise, surprise, it's nobody's. But also, reality is uh, buffering again. So yep, also, everyone yep, else... The, the game is frozen, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Rox is just cut off from everyone. Like, he's the only one who can move and knows what's actually happening. So... Again? Yeah, time to time to fight some nobodies. Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we just talked about that and like that just like I had like a Jimmy Neutron brain blast and I was like again, again, but yeah, yeah he um he gets the Keyblade like pretty much instantly here so like you kind of get a sense of like oh he's like mastering the Keyblade slowly yeah as opposed to what day two when he's like look at the stick can the stick become the Keyblade and he yeah <laughs> he eats it behind and just kills that black cloak instantly unfortunately. So, yeah, fight some nobodies. I think there's just three of them, so... Yep, just a few dusks. And then, after that, you get a slow clap. Well, Roxas, fight, fight, fight. (laughs) Who else but Axel? Here comes another boy! (laughs) Yeah, really, no kidding. So, yeah, it's Axel. He's back, and he seems to be behind the nobodies and all the reality shenanigans. So... Yeah, he's very, not aloof, but he's, we're not entirely sure, like, why he's here. So, like, mm-hmm. he's talking to Roxas, like, he knows him, and he's saying, like, 
he wants to like bring him back and Roxas is like what are you talking about I don't know you unhand me stranger what's going exactly. on <laughs> and then when words fail we can only turn to violence so <laughs> we get a quick little axle boss fight so yeah like I was saying like this day it just has a strong pacing where it's like fight after fight but like they're they're all different enough so like here's like an actual boss fight where it's like an actual enemy who wants to kill you Exactly. It's not like, uh, to the point where we're at, it's, it's happened so many of, like, cut to battle, like, cut to, like, not like a random encounter, cut to, like, a fixed battle, like, defeat the strange enemies, like, mm-hmm. uh, we've seen that a few times at this point, it doesn't end yeah. anytime soon, <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah, um, it, it's not like, hey, let's fight Dusks, like, every five minutes for a day, it's luckily, like, Hater yeah, and Vivi, exactly. then nobody, then Axel. Like, there's a the, the variety is there, thankfully. Yeah, and also it's Axel, and he makes everything more fun. So uh, yeah, good. it's good stuff. So in terms of the boss fights, yep, like I've been saying, he he kind of plays like a struggle opponent. <laughs> like he he's pretty simple. He only has like three or four moves. Mm-hmm. So he's got his little spinny flip where he like throws out his um. Chakram is Chakrams, the yep. name of his weapon, or Chakram, mm-hmm. I don't know how you pronounce it. We'll just call them flamey wheels. <laughs> so he, like... They're Hot Wheels. They're little Hot Wheels. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he does, like, a quick one-two where he'll throw out one, and he, like, it's like a melee hit and then a ranged hit. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, pretty slow, but, like, I find it's it's hard to get in after, because, like, it's a ranged hit, so you definitely want to keep your distance, and then by the time you, like, close in, like, he's usually prepping for another attack, so, like, that's not the best opening. Yeah. Then he has this other one where he, like, he haunches over, like, he's gonna pounce. <laughs> and you can approach that one one or two ways, because after he haunches for, like, a couple seconds, then he, like, rushes over to you. But, like, he usually comes in, like, he'll, like, curve into you. Yeah. And then he, like, does, like, a big flamey-wamey attack. Um, But you can block it pretty easily. Just, like, block, like, shortly after he, like, starts flying at you, basically. And then you're totally safe. And then he's open. Get some hits off. Or you can just run up to him. And then you can just totally whack him out of it. And, like, it's tons of him. And there's nothing you can do. So, like, I guess (laughs) just depending on how far away you are from him. So, like, if he's on the other side of the field... Um, just get ready for a block. But if you're close enough to just start hitting him, just start hitting him. Yeah. And then he's got his desperation move where he just throws out a bunch of Hot Wheels. And I just find, just keep your distance for this one because, like, he doesn't, he can't really do anything to you if you're just, you know, a couple feet away. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's, in general, he seems more intimidating than he appears. But like I would say, just keep your distance. Yeah. I would block his range move, and I realized that it it does stun him. Like, I thought, of like, oh, I'll block the chakra, and it just goes back to him. But no, he actually gets, like, a little... It, like, you basically hit it to the side, and he has to, like, yank it out of the floor. And I'm like, oh, perfect oh. time to run up and kick your ass. <laughs> oh, I'd have to try that. I don't know if I've ever yeah, done that. Yeah, I never, I never did. And, you know, we've played nice. Kingdom Hearts how many times at this point? So, mm-hmm. some fights I'm like, well, what if I just did a little bit of that? So, yeah, yeah, no, it's fun and it keeps him down for a little bit. So, it, yeah, it helps. Yes. So we beat him and as a prize, we get scan. So that's nice. Much, much earlier than mm-hmm. KH1. And then we get another cutscene where 
we get another party crasher in the form of Diz. <laughs> and he introduces himself by like saying, Roxas, this man speaks nonsense. And it's like, oh yeah, because everything else has been making a ton of sense. <laughs> <laughs> You just digitize yourself, and you're, like, wearing this, like, weird red coat, and you have, like, 17,000 bandages. Like, I'll definitely trust you. <laughs> I can see an eye and a mouth. Uh, yes, this man is trustworthy. Mm. So, yeah, the two of them are basically trying to pull, like, uh, I don't know, like a, a dog in the middle and calling the dog's name. Like, no, come to me. No, come to me. Listen. No, I have treats. I have friendship. <laughs> Roxas. Roxas, 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 Pence, Olet, Pence, And somehow he breaks the curse with the power of friendship. So it's very unclear at this point, like who's running this show? Like literally, <laughs> no one, but also everyone. Yeah, because, like, Axel can just waltz in whenever he wants, and then Diz has to pop in to, like, troubleshoot, and then Rox is like, no, I'm just going to turn reality back on myself. And it's like, what's going on? Yeah. I guess, well, Diz does make a comment, like, oh, they keep getting in. Like, oh, when he, when, he, when, uh, when the Black Cloak's like, you can't just program at a beach, Diz? Like, what the hell's going on? He's like, oh, it's just another entry point for them. They can... They bitch, they already got entry points. They already up in here. Yeah, no, like, the cat's already out of the bag, my friend. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, Roxas is back, and then it cuts to Vivi just kind of collapsing, like, oh. Vivi, no! He's dead! <sighs> Killed him. So, yeah, congrats, Roxas. You're the winner! Yay! Roxas struggled the most out of everybody. You thought that was the end. You simple fool. So, Roxas is the winner, but we still have the championship match for mm -hmm. some reason. So, he's not really the winner. I guess it's like beating the Elite Four, but then having to fight the champion. Exactly, yeah. Roxas, he won the <laughs> tournament. He is the winner. But now he gets to take on uh, Setzer for Super Duper Ultra Winner now. Yeah. So. We get another Final Fantasy character and sets her. Yeah. And why don't you uh, talk a little bit about him? Because I never remember what game he's from. It's like he's one of the a, earlier ones, right? Yeah, he's from 6. He's from the last Pixel game. And oh. Yes. So. Interesting. In my notes, I have Setzer. Why? Why God, oh God, why? <laughs> so. Yeah, what's his deal? So he is a gambler. He runs... A ship called the Black. He runs like a flying casino called the Blackjack, and at some point the party needs his help. So, what is it? They they infiltrate. So he's, he's not a party member. He is. A, yeah, he is. He does become a party member. Uh, he oh, always okay. gives me cool. Sid FF Seven Sid vibes. But ah, uh, okay. Long and short, they they go to an opera. They one of the party members pretends to be like the leading lady because sets are literally sent mail to the opera house being like i'm a studio girl so watch out <laughs> um mm. and then celeste lets uh the, the rest of the party on board and they're like setzer we need your help and he's like uh i guess so <laughs> but he's a. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean from his personality's there like what you see is what you get with setzer he's he's a gambling gamble gambling addict obviously 
FF6 is pixelated, so you can't see all of his scars. So it's very funny going into into KH2, where he's just got, like, three to four, like, big facial scars. And it's like, my dude, what what happened? He's like, mm. oh, I took a struggle back to the face way too many times. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of his lines is, he makes, like, you know, kind of gambling references. Like, his entry line every time you fight him is, like, my life is a chip in your pile. Ah, so that's what he says. <laughs> yes. Uh, before Roxas fights him, like, just for, like, the struggle cutscene, he's like, kid, why don't you just throw the match to me and I'll make it worth your while. Yeah, this was, like, really... I, I, I can't say whether or not it's in character, but, like, it definitely contradicts how he acts in the next cutscene, like, the very next one. So it's like, why do they have him, like, try to be shady like that? <laughs> exactly. I, I guess then they do... He's just, I think he's just eye candy. That's all I can, like, chalk it up to. Like, uh, let's get some... (laughs) There you go. It's almost like I'm playing the game. That was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's the next fight. But real quickly before that, um, Mm -hmm. so while you're, you know, in between matches, you can kind of walk around. Uh, So, Cypher storms off after getting beat by Vivi. And then, so yeah, after that, you can go to the back lot and they're just hanging out and you can kind of talk to them and then you can just fight Cypher in the back lot for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a struggle or a regular fight? Yeah, it's just a regular fight. So okay. he's just really pissed, I guess. <laughs> I can let out some of his rage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can just fight him. And then when he beat him, he's just like, <laughs> what, you think you're so tough just because you won? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> exactly. I I, I, th- I think I think yes. <laughs> he's just like the ultimate heel. It's like no matter what, like he still thinks he's better than you. It's just like, could you just shut up? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. He has like nine experience, I think. So if you just want to pop in for another battle, he's there for the taking. Yeah. I mean, there are a few times I debated fighting Cypher on repeat just to level up, like... Because I'm close yep. to leveling up. But I was like, eh, I'll keep walking around. I'll do, this, yeah. I'll do the story, mom. So, back to the exciting final bout against Setzer. So, he's a little tricky, but not really. So, yeah. it's really just, he has a block, which is mm-hmm. very obvious. He just blocks and just wait for him to not block and then hit him. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you do, he'll counterattack and he'll almost certainly hit you. Yep. And then he has, like, really tiny, like, little jabby-jabbies. Like, it's yep. almost like he's, like, fencing, where he's like, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, ooh. And yeah. this is really weird. So he would, like, get a few of those off on me, but, like, they would, like, barely scrape me. And, like, uh, like on the HUD for, like, Roxas's face, he would have, like, the hit animation. So, yeah. like, a hit would connect, but, like, I wasn't stunned. There was, like, no recoil, and I didn't lose any of my my struggle orbs. So it's like, it was a hit, but it wasn't a hit. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think there are a few attacks like that in this game where like it registers as a hit, but it doesn't do any damage. Cause, um, weird. I watched, um, like I guess speed runs in the past or like level one runs, but like no damage runs. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference of, like, damage and, like, getting hit. Because, yeah, like, there would be a few bosses, boss fights where um the runner would get hit. But, like, it still counts because, like, they were, they were still at full health. So, like, I don't know why that's a thing. 
But yeah, and like I don't know if it's like um, you know like a range thing where if he just barely scra- scrapes you, like it's a hit, but like no damage. But yeah, it's yeah. just weird to me that they like went as far to program that. Like I mean, if he hit me, it seems like he would just hit me, but you can just kind of yeah. tease it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> So that was interesting. And then other than that, he also kind of has a little desperation move, similar to VB's, but uh, much more aggressive, because uh, this is what ended up doing me in, unfortunately. <laughs> <gasps> no! <laughs> yeah, so I got too greedy. Like, I had a, a huge lead on him in orbs, so I could have just hung back and just waited out the clock, but I was like, no, I need to let him know that he had no chance. <laughs> <laughs> so I was too aggro, and then he ended up popping off the dm yeah you just kind of get stun locked basically and he whittled me down to zero health and yeah it's <gasps> it's kind of heartbreaking because it's just that's it game over man the match just just flat out ends and it's like it's not even like roxas has like a oh or like oh, oh i've collapsed it's literally just you just reach zero health and he's yeah. just standing there like well i guess i lost <laughs> yeah because i believe it's very I mean, anticlimactic we'll, we'll come to this very later on when sora gets to do struggle matches I think you cannot. They'll just you can think you, can, you can't kill them. Like the match has to run out. But yeah, you they'll can just hang at one health. Yeah. Like g- give yep. me the win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I lost, and then you know, similar to how Kingdom Hearts One has a few fights that are quote unquote optional, where you can win or lose. Yeah, this one has two alternate cutscenes. So for mine, because I lost, he says something like, "Take this, like thanks for the win, partner," and it's like a very good sportsmanship and he gives you the uh i think it's called the lucky coin or it might just be a medal actually so yeah he gives you like a little consolation prize and he thanks you and it's not because you know like coming off of the first like the start of the match where he's like throw the match i'll make it worth your while and you'd expect like mm-hmm. a douchey response from him, like <laughs> i should have known there was nothing <laughs> to worry about or like something like that so i was like bracing for that but no he was like very uh very friendly about it and i was like oh you do have a heart <laughs> but uh what happens if you do win so when you win uh <laughs> he almost like uh, the one you win like everyone's like roxas roxas he walks away mm-hmm. for a bit and he, he, t- he turns to point and then the gang rushes you and he's like oh <gasps> He kind of walks yeah. away. Yeah, it's kind of like he's like, yeah, he tries to like flourish to be like, Roxas is the new champion, but he's cut off by your friends being like, Roxas! And he's like, oh, it's not my time. <laughs> did it. Yeah. So yeah, you get that fancy, fancy struggle trophy. And what better way to celebrate than to climb up 20 stories and sit on a precarious ledge, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the ice cream. Oh, my God. So, like, so, so much is wrong with this scene. So, one, Roxas takes the trophy and just immediately ruins it by snapping <laughs> off all the little Orbeez. <laughs> it's, like, great. And then he just fucking tosses them at everyone. Like, you're just throwing these tiny marbles... At your friends, like, 20 stories up in the air. Like, that's not going to, like, cause any problems. Like, you even see Pence, like, struggle, like, to, like, catch it. Like, there's no way you would just catch that. (laughs) Like, never mind, like, you know, the wind up there has definitely got to, like, be interfering with, like, just tossing these tiny balls. Oh, my gosh. These, these kids and their blatant disregard for any sort of safety. 
<laughs> As we can see, because then Roxas is like, ice cream? Did someone say ice cream? Whoa, 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 whoa. Falls to his death. Yep. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, so he's fallen and his life is flashing before his eyes. By his life, we mean uh, Kyrie's life, because we get a cutscene. So, uh, this cutscene always hits me hard, because it's like, ah, finally, some normalcy, where, like, it just cuts back to, like, you know, it's Kyrie. Like, it's a character from the first game, and we're, like, actually seeing her, and, like, what she's up to, and it's like, I I understand this. Like, this makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we get her and Selfie, and they're in their, their cute little schoolgirl outfits. Uh, Kari gets two outfit changes in this game. <laughs> True. Yeah, she's noticeably older, as we briefly saw in the the CG intro. Too older, if you ask me. <laughs> like, um, oh. we'll get into it when we, we see Sora, but like... This is only supposed to be a year later, but it definitely looks like she's at least two years older. So I'm always like, okay, sure, it's only been a year, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, her and Selfie are just kind of walking home from school and, you know, having their little girl talk. And Selfie's like, ah, like, Tyus and Walker are mean to me, blah, blah, blah. And she basically asks if Kyrie wants to go to the island. <gasps> well, first of all, very exciting. We finally get to see the mainland. We get to see yeah. where they actually live. <laughs> wow, though. We just see the town in all its damn glory. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's a shame we've never been able to actually play, <sighs> like, explore that area. Exactly. Because, um, like, they went as far to, like, model it out. It looks, like, pretty big. So it's, oh, yeah, like, I, was, come I was thinking on. just now, like, I wonder if anyone's, especially now that Kingdom Hearts is on uh, PC, like, if, has, anyone been, has anyone been like, can I go to Destiny Town? Yeah, yeah, people have done that a lot. Um, Boundary Break, the YouTube channel, like, check that out. And people can explore, like, all of the, um, I guess, quote-unquote, like, unused areas where, like, they only show up in cutscenes. But, yeah, they're talking. And then Kyrie asks, do you remember those boys we used to play with? And she's just talking, like, very wistfully, like, it was so long ago. And it's like, yeah, I think one of them was called Riku. Gosh, I miss them. It's like... (laughs) This girls, this happened a year ago. Why are you acting like, <laughs> oh yeah, like <laughs> it's Sora they're, Riku? What are you talking about? They're both the old lady from the Titanic. It's been seven. It's been seventy-four years. Yeah, like there, there's still the missing children ads on the telephone poles. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my Riku? Kyrie's saying she can't remember who one of them was. And she's, she's sworn an oath that she will not visit that island until she can remember what that other boy's name was. Gosh, probably going to take a long time to remember that guy's name. Crazy. Yeah. And I thought it was like, well, all right, do you, I guess, but I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> Selfie's like, I just want to go play. Why are you having this existential moment in front of me, woman? <laughs> yeah. So we cut back to Roxas, and then the two of them just establish a telepathic link somehow <laughs> yeah and uh, roxas has now entered the chat room <laughs> <laughs> so they start talking as, as he falls to his death i might add like we're still like oh, it's like a, it's like uh it's like a steven spielberg edit where like time just keeps expanding each time you cut back to him where it's like he's yeah. still falling somehow <laughs> but how, he has a full-ass conversation 
as yeah. he's like slow mo falling to his death. Yeah, so he recognizes Kyrie. He's like, "You're the one he thinks about, or you're the one he cares about, or something like that." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, but who? Who is he? Give me a name." He's like, "Oh, I'm Roxas. I hang out in Twilight Town, uh, Sagittarius." She's like, "No, no, not you, you stupid boy. I don't care about you. The other boy. The other boy's name." And he's like, "Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's fine. I guess no one cares about me." Again, somehow Sora. Sora has now entered the chat room. <laughs> yeah. And he quickly teases Skyri. Wait, you forget about my name. Thanks a lot. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's weird because, again, much like at the very start of the intro where Sora has his little dialogue, it's like he just sounds completely different. So, like, you could not be faulted for being like, wait, who the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. Or even it's like, why does Roxas sound different all of a sudden? Because when I was young, I definitely was like, is that Rock? Is that Roxas? But just. Yeah, Different. it's weird. He gives her a little hinty hint. Uh, starts with an S. And then we cut back to the girls. And then Kyra's excited. She rushes to the beach. And it's very romantic. It's very sweet. She puts a little letter in the bottle for the boy. And Selfie's like, do you really think this will work? And Kyra's like, I know it will. And then she says, isn't that right? Sora! <laughs> <laughs> Why did she say it like that? <laughs> She's remembering. It's a... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. If it's just like, yeah, like it's just such a foreign word to say for her now that she just has trouble announcing it or just her like emphasizing it because she just remembered like, oh yeah, it's Sora or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah, weird. it definitely comes off weird. <laughs> I was about to say too, um, I was like, this is such a weird translation of like the word. And I was like, well, this is technically a dub, so I'm wondering what the lip flaps to the original Japanese were like. I feel like I've definitely seen this cutscene in Japanese, and they definitely enunciate the it like almost identical. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sora. Yeah. Yeah, because about to say Sora, like Sora, is not a word we have to translate into English. It's just, it's just a name. So maybe that is that actually, because like I'm sure in Japanese, like she says it, and you know it has a certain connotation because of how she enunciates it. And because it's such an exaggerated way of speaking that, yeah, like, that's the animation. Like, her head, like, literally bobs. So, like, yeah, maybe they <laughs> yeah. gave her the direction of, like, you have to, like, really, like, put an oomph in this so it doesn't look weird when it's coming out of her mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Kari remembers. Yay! And then we cut back to our progress bar of death. Restoration <laughs> is at 79%. 79%. And uh, curious, we don't get a clip show this time. Yeah. Because, yeah, I was, like, going in my head, like, okay, well, we just covered, like, Hollow Bastion. Like, what's there left to cover to split between two more days? And I guess the answer is nothing, because they were just, like, eh, no clip show this day. Well, so. we had to, we, uh, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, uh, Roxas uh, broke into a million pieces, and Diz had to piece it back together again. He doesn't have time to, to play mm. a recap episode. <laughs> yeah. So, cut back to the Diz and Black Coat show. Yeah, Diz explains, oh, Roxas met Namine, and that put his heart in connection to Kyrie's blah, 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 which is mm-hmm. how he ended up talking to her. So then they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, that Namine, she's kind of weird, isn't she? She's an odd one. And then Black Coat's like, but just, he's like, she's not like other nobodies. And then Black Coat's like, but who's nobody, who's nobody is, is she? she? 
It's like, gee, really? I wonder, you just said putting her in contact with Roxas helped him connect with Kyrie's heart. <laughs> this black cloak, I don't think he's the smartest uh, knife in the drawer. Yeah. I wonder who he is, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this scene is weird. Uh, yeah. Because does like, just tell me one thing. What is your identity? Or, like, what's your identity or what's your name, however he puts it. And it's, like, a really pointed question. Yeah, I, this is is this the point where I mean, is it this or later in our last day or maybe the next day where Diz Diz makes the quote of like I am a servant of the world. Is that here? That's day six. Yeah. Okay. So not quite, but yeah, he takes off his hood and oh no, it's Anton. He's back. Ah, like, Billy Zane, but not Billy Zane. <laughs> and yeah, it's just weird to me because like doesn't Diz know who exactly who he is? Like we get a scene and just a little bit showing us who this actually is with Diz. <laughs> so, like, why are you asking, oh, but who are you? It's just, it's confusing. Yes, uh, this will be, uh, we will come back to this when we when we talk about KH2 as a whole, but yeah. I, I had to do a little bit of, like, I had to double check, and I'm like, I'm not, like, having an aneurysm here, right? Like, once we yeah. know what's up, and then when we, when we, but to be real, when we get to 358 over two days, which actually will be our next title, now that I say that out loud, damn, it it kind of invalidates this little dynamic at 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, um, it almost feels like he's just asking the question more for himself. Because, like, he's asking, yeah. like, what is your name? And he says, Ansem. And then he, like, laughs to himself. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, Ansem. So it's almost like the question wasn't really to find out who he is. It was more, like, to ask, well, what name are you going to give me, I guess? Yeah. Like, I know exactly who you are, but, like, who do you think you are? <laughs> this is like, all right, tell me who you think you are. Yeah, it's more, um, I guess, rhetorical question, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All this to say, we're meant to believe that Ansem is back! Oh no! And he's <gasps> in league with Diz, and yeah, it's a whole thing. But yeah, that is day four. And then we get a quick cutscene of Axel back in the organization HQ mm. and this is a Final Mix exclusive cutscene yeah uh, most of them actually are organization centric and it's a pretty quick one but it's it's cool to see nonetheless and they're basically one of them is telling him you need to take out Roxas because he betrayed us and you're the one who takes out traitors like why are your feelings all mixed up in this but, he's, he like, really, but he's my friend he, yeah has he really <laughs> betrayed us though like yeah exactly like he tries to explain it but his memories were wiped he doesn't know what he's doing yeah <laughs> just let me talk to him i mean he did betray them like he true he, he we're left. gonna find that out literally in the next day or so <laughs> yeah i like the um the animation of the lance flying at axel and then it's very anime but we see it cut off a few strands of his hair oh, yeah. and they float away yeah <laughs> like, oh these people mean business and then we get what we can assume to be the head honcho, who's just speechless throughout this scene for some reason. But he just mm-hmm. he just threatens Axel with his big orb of nothingness. It's just like, <laughs> don't make me use this. <laughs> Ka me ha. And then Axel says, like, oh, I get it. 
you'll turn me into a dusk, which is like just a weird concept to me, like that you can revert the human nobodies yeah. to just regular dusks because like that never happens. <laughs> exactly. So and so Axel make make he makes the same bump on day six when we get there. But I guess if you're playing original cage to or you know if you're us playing this as a kid before we got access to final mix, that's the first time. But Axel does make reference. Well, originally just the one time, but now it's more than the one time of like, so you're going to turn me into a dusk, eh? But like, mm-hmm. it's only referenced here and we do not see the concept anywhere else of like, a, like a powerful nobody, whether humanoid or like mob based, if you want to call it like the other ones, just like, you know, the ones we fight mobs, but like, we never see that of like, <laughs> you failed your mission, a dusk you shall become. And, zzz and whatever, yada yada. So, yep, that's that. Cut to day five. And then Roxas is just fully in it at this point. He just jolts awake and he's like, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> Wakes up in a cold sweat. <laughs> yeah, he's not He's not doing so great. Nah. And he heads on over to the usual spot after getting his morning coffee. And, yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, Olet's, like, standing over him, like, hmph. And it's like, what's, what is it now? Like, what did I do this time? <laughs> I guess she's mad because no one started their homework yet. It's like, well, where did this come from? Like, why weren't you guys worried about this two days ago? I was about <laughs> so to say the same thing. You're just yeah. as culpable as us. Like, you haven't been reminding us. Like, we've all been putting this off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's homework time. <laughs> Independent study. P.U. They're the worst, huh? But but but, 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 also, Roxas says, like, hey, guys, I fell off the tower, right? Yeah, like, I should be oh, yeah. dead. I'm a ghost, <laughs> right? And they're just like, mm, homework, Roxas. We gotta do homework. Yeah, they're just <laughs> all ignoring the signs. And then he, like, he's like, well, we could do the research on all the weird stuff that's happening to me. Like, <laughs> who would want to write a paper on a bonehead like Roxas? Wah, wah, wah. So, yeah, this, this is the quote-unquote homework day. But then, um, yeah, it's weird. You have to keep track of, like, what the gang's plans are for each day. Because, um, <laughs> Hayner says, like, oh, like, tomorrow, like, we're gonna, a bunch of us are gonna, like, investigate the town to figure out what's going on to, like, help you, Roxas, or whatever. And yeah. it's, like, confusing because I was like, wait a minute, that sounds like exactly what we're doing today, where we're investigating <laughs> all the weird things that are happening around town. So, like, it, it is this like a two day thing? Is this separate? Like, do I, do I have my calendar correct? The struggle day stands out to me as like a distinct day. Yes, exactly. And I think this day as well kind of stands out. Maybe like the first day, but like the other ones do kind of like blend a lot. Yeah, it's like wait, what? Like, yeah, what's, <laughs> I'm sorry, what's my agenda look like? Am I free? Yeah, but um, yeah, this is another one of those things where it's like, okay, well, this is nice that everyone's banding together to help out Roxas and like it's we're we can assume that Hayner kind of organized everything Mm -hmm. but like it doesn't amount to anything like nothing really happens with it except for just a few couple lines of dialogue here and there but like we never really see anything come from that so it's just like again like Mm -hmm. why is this here like if anything it's just more confusing it's like as well is this is this gonna be what we're doing on the next day like is this gonna be like the gameplay of like investigating i don't know so yeah it's a thing but mm-hmm. for today we're investigating the seven wonders 
Yay! Because there's this rumor going around. Uh, this staircase you climb. But when you go down, it's a different number of steps. Ooh! Quasi. Sounds good enough for me. So they head on over to uh, the other side of Twilight Town. And just immediately, Pence is like, oh yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> well, actually, this time, we, we finally get to go, we actually get to catch a train now. Yeah. Which apparently they're free. The, um, like the <laughs> trains in between each section. Yeah. To go to the other side of town. But, uh, yeah, it turns out Rai's just a nincompoop, and he just doesn't know how to count. So he just mm-hmm. kept losing count whenever he would climb up and down. And then somehow that turned into a giant rumor, and no one exactly. thought to ask, well, wait. <laughs> I guess, I guess to be fair, if I'm trying to give this a little bit of validity, Rai's dumb, but like, Rai is pretty, pretty loud. <laughs> so I imagine him screaming at Fuji, like, I swear they're different! I swear! And then people are like, I True. Heard that dumb kid yeah. yelling at like the stairs, and you know, shit can pick up from there. But uh, but yeah, in my mind, this is such like a teenager thing. Like I imagine like summers of like they say an old like. I mean, to be fair, the mansion is the last wonder. Spoiler alert! But there's like, oh, I hear like there's an old man that lives in that house that we think think is abandoned. Want to go stake out that house for a day and see what it, see if anyone comes out or anything like as. Kids. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But we have four other wonders to get to. So, like, Pence has this handy little map. It's like, well, that's cute. But, like, we don't need an entire map for this. Like, these are all pretty easy to find. (laughs) So, yeah, you go to the next area, Sunset Terrace, which is one of my favorite areas in the game. Because I just like the vibe. It's, like, you know, obviously Twilight, but, like, it's, like, it's, like, right on the hill. So it's, like, overlooking, like whatever the forest around Twilight Town is. So, like, you get, like, a really nice view of the sky. And, like, if you um, go, like, to the cliff, I guess, like, as far out as you can, and then you, like, look down, like, you can see, like, how far, like, the the hill goes down, I guess, because it's, like, again, it's, like, on top of a hill. And, like, you can see, like, a little path winding down. And it's, like, all just this, like, extra background details that, like, you don't ever get to explore. But, like, they just, like, really thought out, like, the layout and, like, how everything looks and, like, building the atmosphere and the ambiance. And it's just really... It's cool. And it's always, like... It's always, like, oh, like, yeah, I forget that this is, like, a whole area of Twilight Town. Because, like, you don't really go to it that often because there's not really a reason to. So it's just, like, a nice little... Ooh, little hole in the wall. Like, oh, yeah, there's, like, this whole other little cute little neighborhood here. So... Yeah. I was like it. And also, it's, um... Just, like, the layout of it is just a little more interesting. Like, so... We finally get some treasure chests. <laughs> yeah. So there's like you can actually explore this area some. Like there's the one you need to get on the the tram going back and forth, and from there you can jump up on a ledge and then you can get it. So like it's just built a little differently. Like there's some some verticality going on, and mm-hmm. it's like all these different layers, and yeah, it's just a good time. I would rent an apartment there for sure. <laughs> but yeah, what's uh what's our first wonder to check off? Um. <laughs> I kind of just take, I do them in a line. I'm not sure if, any, if anyone else does it differently, but it's kind of like, like literally like this goes to that, that goes to that, that goes to that. So the first one I always go to, I think it's just right logically the next one is the friend from beyond the wall where they say like Ooh. a ball randomly just flying out of this alleyway. <laughs> yeah, this one's so stupid because like to initiate it, you have to go to the very end of the alley and then hit triangle. 
And then, oh no, yeah. balls start flying out. And then he runs to the other end of the alley and he's like, wait a minute. I guess I should go back to exactly where I just was. And like, that's the challenge. Start of the minigame, baby. Oh yeah. Uh, it's like, this doesn't make any sense. You were right there anyways. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, dodge the balls. It's super easy. Like, you can just run straight through it, basically, and just... Because they come out in different patterns. The first one, just run straight, you'll avoid it. And then you could jump over the next one, and then just, like, run to the left or right for the third one. And then by then, like, you've reached the wall. Congratulations! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I definitely struggled with this a bit as a kid. Like, the, I feel like if you don't do it one time like you get hit once or twice then it becomes you get caught in harder. a loop yeah but like yeah the quicker you do it the quick the, like just like yeah try to finish just it before it gets it. complicated yeah yeah if you do get hit and if you use aerial recovery it like deflects the balls for some reason so that'll oh. like give you some breathing room so nice yeah it's pretty simple and then the resolution is, oh, wait, Roxas, was that you throwing those balls? I guess that solves that. It's like, no, that absolutely it's wasn't just... me throwing the balls. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Roxas doesn't, like, fight it, though, really, does he? Yeah, He's he doesn't like, say anything. Oh, yeah, I guess it was me. Like, speak up for yourself, Ugh. you idiot. Oh, my God. But then, like, as they, as they walk away, they cut to the back wall. And there's, like, oh. not even, like, a quarter of darkness or, like, not even a figure, but, like, almost this little portal goes... Yep. Exactly. So, after that, uh, we go to investigate the moans from the tunnel. Ooh. And it ends up being a mob of VVs to fight. <laughs> yep. And they all go out in one hit, so it's it's pretty easy. Just, you know, fight them, and it's just, like, you know, the regular struggle with Vivi, but this time there's multiple opponents, so... Yep, and uh, we mentioned how much nimble it. Vivi... Yeah, we, know, we mentioned how nimble he is. This this is this is the struggle, haha, of this fight. It's just like, they all did it on one hit, but they're, they're all Vivi, so they're all going to, like, jump around a bunch, so... Be careful. Yeah. So not, not, there are going to be several of them, so be careful they don't knock you, but they don't do enough damage to be super life-threatening. But just don't let, you know, don't let them overwhelm you, and you should be fine. Exactly. And then, oh no, once again, I guess I was just mistaken. It was just Vivi back here, and he was practicing. And then Vivi's mm-hmm. like, or like, no. Well, that's what the story ends up being, but at first, Roxas is like, what the hell was that? Because then the real Vivi shows up, and he's like, there were like multiples of you. And Vivi's like, what do you mean? Roxas, what drugs have you been doing, man? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Roxas is like, okay, I gotta go. And then. We get a quick glimpse of Vivi actually being a nobody the whole time. Oh, she's oh, a dusk again. Half, right. of his, half of his appearances are just dusks, though. Ugh. Yeah, so, like, what what is going on here? Is it just, like, just, like, a Vivi, like, asset that, like, Diz downloaded that he just throws on dusks randomly? Because <laughs> he was he was normal Vivi at struggle, then he turned to dusk, then he turned back to normal Vivi. And then he turned back into Dusk here, and then we'll see him again as normal Vivi. And it's like, why does it keep going back and forth? <laughs> I have no clue. But my first thought is, if the Nobodies are trying to infiltrate uh, this version of Twilight Town, is is Vivi mm. the easiest person to impersonate? Because well, I mean, we have we have generic NPC mobs, but like that wouldn't be fun, I, I guess, in terms of like not the story, but really just the gameplay. So yeah, but it's just weird, like. You wouldn't try to pass off as him a second time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he'd already be yeah. suspect. Maybe he's 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 always been a dusk. 
I mean, I honestly just assumed, like, this isn't actually Vivi, it, like, literally the whole time, it's just a dusk in the sky, it's like, until, you know, we're past Roxas' story, like, we don't actually see, I mean, none of them are real, but, like, even within this, like, this isn't actually the Vivi that was intended for the day to Twilight yeah. Town, so, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, another one bites the dust. Yep. So then I go to the the doppelganger behind the waterfall, and oh no, it's Fox's reflection. So uh, it's a fun little way to get in a a nod to Antisaur from Kingdom Hearts One. So it's just yeah. a Roxas. Just Shadow Roxas. Yeah, because we now we get a little objectives every time, and it just it calls him Shadow Roxas. I'm like, oh, okay. It's just another fight, and oh. he has your moves. But I mean, Boo. yeah. Very simple. Your moves aren't that complicated, so. <laughs> yep. It's, though the the conclusion of this I think is very funny. He's Roxas is like facing the dirt. <laughs> Pence is like Roxas. Oh he yeah. He runs up. <laughs> Roxas like gets up, and then he's he's been punched in the face several times. But Pence is like, oh no, my reflection scared me. I guess that's the mystery, huh? And once again, Roxas is just like. Uh, I guess, and like walks away without. Yeah, saying Roxas, anything. why aren't you saying what's happening to you? Speak up, boy. <laughs> so, get our final one. Gameplay wise, it's uh, the animated bag, and mm-hmm. it's like a Mario Party minigame, basically, where you just ride him, cowboy, and Roxas yep. gets on up there. Get on, little doggy, and yeah, press triangle. To jump over the trash cans and then wear him out. And then, oh, what's that? Turns out it was a puppy the whole time. The whole time. Yay. He's a doggo. Another pretty simple one. Um, I remember as a kid struggling. Because, well, as you wear the bag out, as, as the bag's stamina depletes, it gets actually like it starts a little... going faster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember getting kicked off like the final triangle press like several times. But other than that, um, yeah. it's fine. Um, and the, yeah. also the dog is also a nobody. Everybody's a nobody. <laughs> Just keep your guard up. This whole town is jank. So they realize, oh, we've been had. But wait, there's two more wonders. So they're keeping an eye out for the mystery train. Ooh. Ooh. Or the ghost train, I guess is what they say it. And yeah. then Cypher's like, what are you losers doing? And they're like, <laughs> back off. This is our turf. Yeah, there's this really weird line where, like, basically Cypher's just there to antagonize him, and then him and Roxas have this little exchange about destiny. It's weird. doesn't make sense. And Cypher's like, all right, yeah. I'm leaving. And then Olet's like, Cypher! And he's like, I yeah. know. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And it's like, that. that's what you got from that? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. It's another weird exchange where it's like, none of that really made any sense, but okay. Exactly, yeah. My only thought for the destiny thing is... I, it requires replaying 8, and I do now own 8 Remastered, so I should probably replay 8 to kind of... Re- so I, I, I believe Cypher has an undertone of, like, fate and destiny in his story, but... But Roxas is the one who said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, mm. that's probably it. That would make the most sense. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. <laughs> and then they get a peek at the ghost train... Which is fabled for not having, wait, what is it? No conductor, uh, no passengers, passengers, no return. <laughs> yes, that's what Pence says. It's fun. It was so wonderful. It drives past, and then Rox is like, you're right, you're really right. There was no one in there. And it's like, how could you tell? 
Exactly. First of all, it was like 30 feet beneath you and going like super fast. And like all the windows are dark anyways. Like you can't see inside. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. That part has always bothered me. Like it's genuinely confusing. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Like, was there like some sort of indication that there really wasn't anyone in? Oh, it's me. We're going to have a a ball. The the invisible crowds. Yes. (laughs) And the crowd goes wild. There's literally no one else here. So then they decide, well, the last one, check off the list, is the Haunted Mansion. And then at this point, Hainer is, maybe he's cranky, maybe he needs another ice cream, but he's about ready to pack in yeah. the old, <laughs> hit the dusty old trail. Like, we should go check it out. He's like, who cares? Yeah. Oh, Roxas. Pence has got his back, though. So they go to check it out, and Roxas has a moment where he sees someone, uh, that girl there. In the window. Yeah, we get another weird scene where somehow telepathically Roxas like warps to the room and has a full conversation with Nomine. <laughs> yep. She like explains like blah 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 blah, that's you and Axel. Roxas like, you what are do you best mean? Friends after all. Yeah, like stop joking. <laughs> and yeah, she basically hints at like, you know, there's more to your story than you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and then she tells... He's like basically like, what the heck's going on here? Like, can mm-hmm. someone give me some answers? And she's basically like, yeah, no, you're never supposed to exist. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it still hits. That, li- that line still hits in 2021. Oh. Yeah, you could be more gentler about that. <laughs> How could you say such a thing, even if it were true? And yeah, it's confusing, because she doesn't really explain the whole concept of nobody's here. She just tells him, you were never meant to exist. And it's like, okay. Um, rude. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's not even, like, an explanation for the concept of nobody or an XYZ. It's just, hey, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, it's just really confusing more than anything, because then she also points... Well, first she's like, do you, do you like my drawings? And he's like, yeah, they're great. They definitely don't look like a five-year-old drew these. Uh, look, sometimes Nominee's got, like, uh, some decent drawings, but then some of them look like a toddler. Like, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. I can barely tell it's Sora, Donald. She, she's good at backgrounds, not so much yeah! characters like or the, people. Yeah, like the cathedral, like, the, yeah. where the keyhole is in Hollow Bastion. Like, that's, like, extravagant. It shows, like, little capsules for all the girls, or... Yeah. They may even be they may even be what's beyond the end of the world, but the I digress from talking about that right now. But like I like when you see Roxas leaving somewhere, like it almost looks like big and blue and crystalline and like oh like that's pretty cool. But yeah, her people's yeah, look, she's a background she's a landscape artist. People yeah. are not her strong suit. Yeah. Let's be real. All the Kingdom Hearts boys are ninety percent hair. Yeah, according to Nominee's drawings. So that's pretty much that. If anything, it just leaves more questions than answers. Because yeah, Roxas sees the picture of Sword and Goofy. He's like, I know these jabronis. I don't know how, yeah. but I do. It's like okay. And then he uh, gets shaken awake by Pence. It's like you were tripping Pence. out again, man. Like what have we told you? <laughs> There's shrooms in the train, Roxas. We've mentioned this before. So. It's just all a bunch of weird things happening, and Rox isn't telling anyone, even though the whole point of the day was to investigate the weird things. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and I guess also that uh, they explain. Well, it gives context to Cipher's like tomorrow quote. He's like, 
We weren't supposed to come to the mansion today. Everyone in the town was going to help, even Cypher's gang. Yeah, that was another dialogue that was, like, weird to me, because it's like, wh- why does it matter? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like, oh, it explains why Hanner got mad. He's like, no, Roxas, you weren't supposed to do this. But I'm like, I, Let I go to the mansion. teenagers. <laughs> Who <Yeah>. cares? <laughs> Can I, like, scope it out on my own first? Like, why is it so crucial True. that we all also, go Also, Roxas didn't even go, like, well, I guess Hanner didn't know at the time. Yeah, they like, just Roxas went to the gate. Yeah, but then Roxas got uh, mind-melded into the nominee's room, which I will point out is, uh, it's got Castle Oblivion vibes, and I was like, no, it's it's too soon, it's too soon, it's too soon! Yeah. Ah! So, that's the end of that day. Cut back to Diz and Ansem, and boy, am I getting tired of saying that. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah, he makes a little joke, like, oh, I showed him the train to, because he could go to the beach, (laughs) ho, 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 ho. Oh, it's almost like you have a heart. Blah, 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 blah. And then <laughs> Diz that. explains, I'm after revenge. Ha, 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 ha. I do, I do like that, that explanation, but I digress. Yeah, like, it definitely calls Diz's character into question, given how he ends up at the end of the game, where, like, yeah, he's, like, saying, I just want revenge, so... As we'll find out very soon, he's just doing all this to use Sora, basically. And then, yeah, he, like, casually mentions, like, all right, well, we got to figure out how to dispose of Naminé. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, what do you mean, dispose her? Like, turns to Ansem, so I got some stuff in the shed. Pick whatever you want. like, sir, excuse me? You're a monster. Yeah. Yeah, I am. So, yeah, that's that. Nothing good's coming of it, but our restoration's at 97%. We're almost loading! <laughs> so then we just go through a whole bunch, like basically every other cutscene from the end of the world up to the start of Chain of Memories, because that's where Sora lost his memories. And then mm-hmm. as it goes on, the glitchiness just progresses more and more up until finally it just cuts out as soon as he sees Castle Oblivion, because, uh-oh, mm-hmm. file not found. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. And then, just to uh, let's wrap it all around, uh, I open at the close, all that. Uh, we cut to the dark margin. But wait, we finally find out who was the other black coat. Because uh, it's Roxas' voice that comes out of that hood. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's just a bunch of memories all at once of like, okay, here's Sora's flashbacks, here's Roxas' flashbacks, here's Nominee's yeah. flashbacks, everyone's getting flashbacks. <laughs> Where are we drawing the line? <laughs> yeah. I don't think, uh, I mean, I guess they're like, they have to show us just the Dark Margin scene again, but like, we we, we knew it was Roxas, we figured we it was We get it, Roxas. yeah. Like, come on. Because then, yeah, like, immediately after this, they show us the cutscene from another side of the story where Roxas and Riku are fighting in the world that never was, except now it's yep. an engine, so it, it is canon at this point, like, this is a thing that definitely happened, yep. and yeah, so, like, it's at that point, it's like it's, yeah, it's a black coat and it's Roxas' voice, like, okay, we get it, he was in the organization, um, so yeah, that was unnecessary. That's a bad man over there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I always love the line where they, they beat up the Harless, and then they're like, all right, now let's you and I fight. And, um, yes, which I don't think we saw. That's not part yeah. of the on other side. Yeah. No. They beat so, the Harless, and they turn on each other. It's yep. Like, Aha, now we fight. Roxas tosses him 
uh, Oblivion, Oblivion, and they square off, and then Roxas gets the upper hand, and Riku's like, uh, I need a distraction. Uh, how come you can use the Keyblade? Why? And Roxas what is just like, it? shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts the flag. Yeah, so... Riku's dead. Yeah, we're supposed to think that Roxas won that bout. That's where the cutscene ends, so... Sixth day, final day, baby. And this is the last one. So again, I always think there's a seventh day, but it's not. Sixth day is the end of Roxas' yeah. story. So, yeah, Roxas is flitting in between himself and Sora. So, like, now we know, like, okay, this is... You might want to uh, say goodbye to your friends, Roxas. You're half of not, what Sora is. This does not bode well for you. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the usual spot, and then, yeah. He's just a ghost. <laughs> yep, he literally just goes. He's like, hi, friends. They ignore him. He's like, you, I think he goes trying to like, touch Olette. And she literally, like, he, like, phases through and he's like, what? And they all leave the usual spot and just run through him. And he's like, no. No. Mm-hmm. So then Axel, or Roxas, tries to follow them. And then he meets Axel in the back lot. And mm-hmm. at this point, he's a little privy to what's going on. So, you know, Axel's is like, weirdly obsessed with him so he was like oh yeah i'll come back with you and axel's like oh boy but wait i gotta test you what's our boss's name and rox is like oh i don't know i didn't study for this part of the test crap yeah so then axel realizes i've been had and he sixes nobodies on you so another quick fight uh i guess this is a new type of nobody the assassins assassino yeah but they're not too bad yeah, they're kind of they're kind of weird dudes. I like, I always go in the journals to look at their design because you can't see their design half the time because they're kind of like big and flowy, and also they they sink into the ground. So yeah, they're kind yeah. of in the butt. Yeah, so they're annoying. You'll have to, yeah, you'll have to. They'll like almost like a shark. Like they'll start swiping at you from under underwater, underground, whatever you prefer. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you uh, block or attack their uh, their swipeies, they'll get knocked into the air and they'll float. Uh, and also, they will self-destruct on you, so be very careful. Yeah, that's usually how they end up doing me in. I, I about to say, how much damage do they do in critical mode? The answer is probably a lot, but... Yeah, I, I wasn't hit this time, but definitely in the past, like, I've died to it pretty easily, so... Damn. So Axel beats him, and then... Or Roxas beats him, and then Axel's ready to fight, but then... Diz pauses reality again. And he's like, all right, Roxas, like, let's let's wrap this up. Just come to the mansion. Roxas, to the mansion. And Roxas is like, okay, why not? Cool. And then you head out, and Axel realizes, all right, the Roxas I know is long gone. Gone. So, yeah, at this point, everything's going to crap. There's nobody's everywhere. He, there's no NPCs. So, yeah, yep. just beeline it to the mansion. And then, oh no, you can't invite me and then lock me out. But wait a second, I have this giant key. Mm. And then it flashes to Sora using it. Roxas gets in, and then as the gate closes behind him, Ansem shows up to fight off the nobodies. And he's got his little uh, soul eater Mm. weapon. So, hmm, interesting. So that's that. We are officially in the mansion, but still... A bunch of nobodies, and we get another new type, the creeper, which are just like a pair of feet, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the shadows of nobodies, where they're just really small, don't really do anything. Definitely, yeah. And I, I, 
the creeper, they, well, they shapeshift a lot too, so they'll become like little shields and little spears. Oh, things yes. Like that. Yeah, but they're yeah, like, yeah. A, they're like, a, I guess a limb because their their hands are their feet, but then they're like just this little this little tiny dude kind of. They're yeah. funky, and they, but they also fly sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> they just fly. Yeah, like they have all this so. extra stuff, but like usually. You can take them out so quickly before they do any of that. So it's just like exactly. I always forget that they're a thing. <laughs> yep, um, they showed up in my in my Twilight Thorn fight because I took a while. Yeah, and same here. His move where he sticks his tendrils in the ground. Yep, but yeah. So yeah, we head up to the second floor and then we find Nominee's little coloring room, and we get to see. Her rendition of Roxas fling the organization, which then cuts to how it really happened, and yeah, mm. it's Roxas leaving, and Axel's telling him, "No, wait, don't go. No one would miss me." That's, That's not true. true. I would. I would. <laughs> so yeah, we get the sense that these two were friends, or at the very least, work mm. friends, and Roxas just totally ditched him. <laughs> so I kind of sided with Axel. <laughs> To be fair, to be fair, I guess Roxas, is, his reason for leaving is, why can I wield the Keyblade? We get to see how he left the organization, mm-hmm. and Roxas is really wigging out at this point. He's starting to get a lot of migraines. <laughs> now we go to, toward the basement. Well, I guess, really quickly before that, when we leave Nominate's room, Diz does just appear, Nominate kind of talks to us uh, about the organization and this is like all right time to go nominate time to shove you in this dark portal and there is oh there is like yeah, a, yeah 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 there's a whole like roxas i don't because uh, only come i'll say it only because it, because it comes up roxas we'll meet again i may not know it's you and you may not know it's me but we'll meet again i promise and then this rips her into the corridor and then ansem's like see ya yeah it's a very weird well one it just feels very similar to like every other nominee Roxas cutscene where she tries to tell him something and then she just gets cut off basically. So that's probably why I forgot it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it's weird how like everyone acts because everyone just feels like they're just half committed to it. Because like when this is like trying to hold her back, like just his animation of like trying to hold her back is yeah, just very no like. Life behind it. <laughs> yeah, it's like no nominee, stop! No, yeah, come on. Like... He's Quit like, messing know, around. I, I'm either I'm really old and decrepit under this, or I have not had my coffee yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> minimal effort. Yeah, and then when he does, when they do disappear, Rox is just like, "Come back!" Like he's just standing there. <laughs> yep. He doesn't run after them or anything. He's just like, "No, wait." Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so then we make our way to the basement, and we get another migraine. Yep. Where Roxas rage quits in league. And smashes the computer to pieces. <laughs> he ruined the ultimate work-from-home setup. I am distraught. Yeah, the, the disrespect of it all. <laughs> but somehow it worked, because it hit some sort of button that <laughs> it, oh, made yeah, the door open. Say, it's, it's the equivalent of, like, I got. Fr- I say this as someone who actually works in a department where people get frustrated. At TLDR, I'd help a guy get into his email. He tries password once and, like, started to rage in front of me. And I'm like, dude, dude, dude. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> so I, I like, I like, I had an emotional connection to this scene recently. <laughs> recently. It's going to be okay. I <laughs> had uh, yeah, the, the migraine picks up where Rox says, shut up and shows that they Riku won actually. And they throw, they throw yeah. it into, and they, they call it simulated twilight, like the simulation. So Rox has been living in the database the entire time. 
Yeah, it's very confusing because it just keeps going back and forth, back and forth, where it shows Roxas winning, and then this cutscene shows Riku winning. But then, spoiler alert, later on we'll find out Riku actually didn't quite win. Yeah. So it's just like, the way they like present this whole fight, it's just very piecemeal and confusing, and it's annoying. Because especially, because then it cuts to Riku depositing Roxas into Diz's virtual prison. Yep. So, like, the two of them are working together, and then it cuts back to Ansem and Diz working together, and it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're you're doing a very poor job of keeping this a secret. Like, I think we all understand <laughs> what's going on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this this is Riku. We don't know how yeah. it is Riku, but it's Riku. Yeah, like, hmm, last time we saw Ansem, he was using the exact same weapon Riku used in Kingdom Hearts 1. Mm. <laughs> so, we have the timeline now. Roxas left the organization. He fought Riku, Riku won, and then he carried him off to Diz's virtual wonderland. So he was basically put in here against his will. So that sucks. That sucks, yeah. But they're just trying to edge out Naminé finishing her work on Sora, but they also do need Roxas to complete the last piece of the puzzle. This is weird, because they're explaining it like, we need him to help her finish his work, but, like, what's the timeline here? Like, how long has he actually been in the virtual Twilight Town? Because, you know, we have the six days, and I just always assume, like, day one, literally, that's the first day he's been in this virtual world. So it's, like... I think so. Like, she was only a week away from finishing, you know what I mean? So, like, the yeah. way the cutscene's painted out, it makes it seem like this was a much longer ordeal of them like planning and figuring it out and everything but it's like oh you mean she just needed another week (laughs) yeah but this is i mean to be fair this is motivations we'll we get into much later in the game but like but yes like he's such like no but i need to hurry up god damn it she's taking too long he she's like lit like smoking a cigarette he's like i will she's like i will be done in a week, okay? Shut up and let me do my job. Mm-hmm. And then it's also weird because then, you know, it starts at 0%, right? So it's like, wait, so like... A restoration, yeah, goes up Yeah, to you mean to tell me she hasn't made any progress in like a year <laughs> up until this exact point? So. I don't think so. I think she's done like all of the work and 35 minutes will answer a lot of these questions. Maybe it's like, uh, like when you're like the final render of like a video. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. I was, about, I was about to do a similar comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I've got the pieces. Uh, they're str- they're strung together, but I'm going to have to put I'm going to have to put in the other pieces and do do one final export. <laughs> do the export. <laughs> it all makes sense now. So, exactly. Yeah, it's just the whole way that it's all pieced together like the timeline's confusing, especially once we get into days cuz like it makes it seem like it's much longer, but it's actually not. So, but yeah, at this point we're all caught up. And yeah. Now we can have our final fight with Axel cuz he's been waiting in the next room over. So, you finally remembered. Mhm. I'm, I'm so, so flattered. <laughs> Axel has snapped. <laughs> but you're too late. Mhm. Too late for two keyblades. <laughs> yeah, Roxas has remembered everything now, including how to split his keyblade into two somehow <laughs> two yeah it's fighting time and obviously this is like the best part of the whole Roxas segment it's versus Axel yes. you got the dual wieldies and it, this is honestly just a power trip at this point because even on critical this yeah. fight is nothing like you just oh, obliterate perfect. him <laughs> oh. and 
it's kind of a shame because it's over too soon, to be honest. Yes. Like I was done very quickly. You just cut through him like butter. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, I just want to enjoy the dual wielding keyblades. Like it's like this whole new move set. Yeah, um, he's got like Axel has like a uh, a bar and a half. I'll help give him two bars. Give him just two full bars. Let us yeah. let us wail on him for a little extra time. Ugh. But yeah, or like. Maybe, like, let us use the dual wielding, like, in the fight before this against the nobodies. Although, I get that, like, totally throws off the choreography of, like, him summoning them specifically when he faces Axel. But, like, you get 30 seconds of gameplay of this in the entire game. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, ah, it just feels like such a waste. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, dual, dual keel blades is a hell of a drug. You don't get like your your like you said your entire combos get replaced. Your guard, I mean, it's similar to spoiler valor form that we're gonna get soon. But your yeah, your square exactly. turns into a separate combo mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to your. But normal like you don't Mash X combo. you don't have the time to figure out like what that actually does because exactly. like I tried using that, but it was just another hit. And like at that point, he was yeah. so close. That, like, I think it's a shorter combo. Once we get valor, I'll have to see if valor form is this the exact same because I was like. I'm questioning, like, is this, like, a totally unique move set for this single boss fight? Let's find out. But I don't think it is. But uh, the square combo is a little shorter, and I think it pops them into the air intentionally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Use reaction commands in this fight to eliminate the, the flamey floor. Mm-hmm. And then, they're similar yeah, to, after uh, that. Yeah, they're similar to the Twilight Thorn ones that we had to deal with that weren't reversal of, like... They're purely for, I shouldn't say purely for cinematics purposes, but like, uh, they're interrupted or they're intermitted with a cinematic cutscene. So just keep your finger on the triangle button and you'll be fine. Yeah. We beat him. Now it's time for the, the teary goodbye. <laughs> and it's kind of weird to me how this cutscene plays out because like Roxas just still seems very uncaring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Given, I mean, I guess we don't know how much Roxas remembers at this point, because there's a lot more to it than just the scenes we've seen. Yep. But yeah, he's just like, it's kind of like you like see someone like you went to high school with or something. And you're just like, Oh yeah. Like let's definitely catch up again sometime <laughs> as opposed to like, no, like you were my only friend for a year. Like, so yeah, he's just like, yeah, let's meet again. And the next life let's catch up again. Yeah. Life. I'll see you at the crossroads. Just because you get a next life. Yeah, like, what's that line? Like, how many times is Axel going to fake out his death? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, because we, well, coming off of Recom, specifically, we know what the nobody death X effects mm-hmm. look like now. And I'm like, I was like, Axel, you seem like, oh, I'm dead now. Boo-hoo. But I'm like, yeah. I, I, know what, I, know what, I know what a nobody death supposed to look like. That don't look like it. I'll, I'll just, just ignore him. He does this for attention. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> Next room over, we see some baby memory pods, and then what's this? Donaldo, Goofy. We see, so we see the duck and the dog coming together. Yeah, yeah. And Roxas knows who they are, and they're sleepy, sleepy. Also, that was in Castle Oblivion, and. We're not in Castle Oblivion right now, so... Yeah, I was just thinking about this. I think the Ansem reports kind of explain how all that works. So okay. let's, let's put a pin in that, shall we? <laughs> just, everyone, just wait 20 episodes when we get to the end of Cage 2 yeah. and we go over the secret <laughs> Ansem reports. Yeah. So, um, yep, yeah, in the next room, we 
have our final run-in with Diz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he basically lays it all out for Roxas. He's like, mm, I mean, you're great, but really it's Sora we want, so we're just going to need you to give up your entire existence. So, mm-hmm. you know, if that's not too much trouble. <laughs> and then, that, yeah, this is when he explains, like, I think Roxas is like, who are you? Or like, what gives you the right? Blah, 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 blah. And Tiz is like, I am a servant, servant of to the world. world. Okay, there we go. And if I am a servant, then you are merely a tool at best. You <laughs> make me so <laughs> mad. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I hate you so much. There you go. Good. <laughs> you should say some of that hatred with Sora. He's <laughs> which, which thinking about it in the retrospect of the series... Is a is a whole mood of like, hmm, don't you want Sora mm. to be a little edgy as well? And I'm like, damn. Exactly. So, yeah, he just kind of explains, yeah, we need you to wake up Sora, so this is it. And then, it's weird, because Roxas is like, you know, I'm me, blah, 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 no one else. And then he starts, he tries fighting Diz, but ah, oh, I was merely a projection the entire time. God, it, it, he wasn't an and illusion, then... at least. If it was an illusion, I think I'd had a conniption, but... <laughs> True. Yeah, and then um, he whizzes away, and then the pod opens, mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why I would do that before he's finished, but... I guess it's just so we can actually see Sora and it's more cinematic. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. I have I complain about it when we're gonna immediately pick up next week. Don't worry, don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like yeah, because like once Roxas sees Sora, like oh, I get it. This is this is me. It's my other half. Mm-hmm. I gotta save him because he like immediately turns around where he's like just willing to give in. Cassell. I don't know. I've interpreted it a few different ways. My there's the way you said it of like I do I willingly give myself open or uh, to Sora or is just being in the presence enough for Roxas to be pulled into Sora perhaps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's very unclear like how does he actually quote unquote meld into Sora? Eggs. Like is it voluntary? Is it just like mm-hmm. automatic? Yeah, because we may see some uh, we may see some melding later, but uh, yeah, talk about that one thumbs up. But yeah, Roxas accepts his fate with his iconic last lines. Uh, Sora, you're lucky. My summer vacation is over. <laughs> and then we see the title game to Vox do though. <laughs> so it's yeah, sad, it's like but also two and a half hours happy. in. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pulling out the rug from underneath him. Like, well. Nobody cares, because now the game can actually start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Age yeah. two, baby. It, now, now it's really, really here. <laughs> yeah. That is that. So, that wraps it for this a week. Mm-hmm. So, when we come back, we're going to be really hitting the ground running. So, I think we should be able to cover pretty much all of the Sora bits. So, Traverse Town, Mysterious Tower, Hollow Bastion, like, they're all pretty quick. Yep. Throw a little snippies. I guess I, I, we'll, we'll play it out, but I think we can get them all in one episode. And then from there, we can, we can start hitting the actual do, main game. Exactly. So. We can start doing world by world by world by world, which will yeah. be... Yeah. I mean, it was our bread and butter. So it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be good to jump back into familiar territory. So yeah, it's exciting. Good things are on the horizon. So in the meantime, do the things... Uh, subscribe if you haven't already rate and review on your platform or your podcast platform of choice correct send us an email 
at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Bang, bang. And then share us with a friend. If you know anyone else who enjoys Kingdom Hearts and podcasts, well, boy, do I have the suggestion for you. It's me. I enjoy Kingdom Hearts and also podcasts as well. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, and then let's pour one out for our, our good friend, Roxas. Oh. Gone too soon, baby. We'll see you in the next live. To the, uh, to the, to the magic train. And away. <laughs> this time, there are passengers. Woo!